It is here at the Invictus Games that you realize whatever you carry, it was the springboard that propelled you to the next level. The unmistakable voice of Prince Harry. He is at the heart of Invictus. We are going to talk about Invictus Games, Vancouver Whistler 2025 in particular. You might be familiar with Invictus Games. What does it conjure in your mind? Perhaps like me, you've watched Heart of Invictus on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Even gives me goosebumps just to talk about it. What I thought Invictus Games was all about? Sure. I had some of it, but it goes so much deeper than the assumption. And we are so lucky to have these games coming to Vancouver Whistler in 2025. And even more so lucky that somebody who is at the heart of sport in our country and and is, well, full disclosure, the man who gave me my big, big break, uh, created Sportsnet on the back, famously on the back of a napkin while imagining what could be in launching a sports network like Sportsnet. He is a familiar name to many in the industry, a leader, uh, and now the CEO of Invictus Games Vancouver Whistler. We welcome Scott Moore to the show. Hi, Scott. Good morning, Jody. Nice to, uh, nice to be back in Vancouver and wake up to a beautiful day, the view of the mountains and the ocean. I've missed that. It's well, nice we've to be missed back you here. too. I'm glad Good you're back. <laughs> Congratulations on becoming the CEO of Invictus Games Vancouver Whistler. Thank you. You know, it's a funny story because uh, I've been trying mostly unsuccessfully to retire over the last couple of years. Uh, my wife and I have been spending some time in California and we were, uh, we were in London at the beginning of the year for a birthday party of my friend Keith Pelly, who I've worked with for many years. And I was approached by Aaron O'Toole, the former Veterans Affairs Minister, who said, are you familiar with the Invictus Games? I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm a big admirer. He said, well, they're looking for a CEO in Vancouver. Would you would you consider it? And I said, well, I'd, I'd take a call, but I'm trying to retire. And I took the first call. He went from being intrigued to interested to totally passionate about it within about i think the first five minutes it's a it's a mm -hmm. wonderful cause it's a wonderful purpose you know these games literally save lives you know veterans who are going through physical emotional trauma they they get to be a part of something bigger than themselves this is part of their therapy their recovery their journey and also, because they're in Vancouver, the first ever winter Invictus Games, there's a nice parallel that they're also part of the journey of our uh, reconciliation with the, our, our First Nations, our four First Nations here in Vancouver are a major part of these games. They're our partners in, in putting them on. So there's just so many wonderful parallels, including the, the parallel of what I call the, the circle of inspiration. These athletes will inspire the people of the lower mainland and across Canada and around the world. But the, the folks in the lower mainland particularly can help inspire these athletes by showing up and being part of the, the journey and cheering them on. Uh, so we get to be inspired by them and they get to be inspired by us. 
Watching Heart of Invictus on Netflix, you suggested that I do that. And I'm so yeah. grateful that you did because I thought I knew uh, the Invictus games, uh, the, the meaning behind it and the want uh, to shine a light on on the struggle that veterans experience coming back from service. Um, and, and, you know, when I speak to friends and, and sports fans in general, they say, well, it's kind of like the Paralympics. It is and it is not. And in, in learning and watching Heart of Invictus, I was taking on, taking on this journey that I, it, it was mind-blowing. Like you said, you go from interested and aware and involved to very passionate about it. I think there are going to be a lot of people in British Columbia who want to volunteer for these games and be a part of something that isn't just about uh, helping heal the athlete who takes part, but their children their families. There is generational trauma that comes with uh, what veterans survive in service. Talk a bit about Prince Harry, who puts himself at the at the forefront of this initiative, of this organization, in such a hands-on, beautiful way, and shares his intimate story of suffering PTSD and trauma. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, Prince Harry, he's coming into town to be a part of the training camps that are happening next week. And you know, many people had their first introduction to Invictus through the association of uh, Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle. Uh, these games would never have existed, wouldn't be successful without his support and his patronage and his uh, continuing pushing and he's been very very hands-on here in Vancouver he's so excited about the first ever winter games next week we're going to get him up to Whistler and he's going to try a couple of the sports um he because he's a veteran himself uh, he has seen his friends his colleagues many of them go through some of the real challenges of having served in in a place like Afghanistan and he knows firsthand how important it is to do something, whether it's a sport, whether it's getting involved in your community again, as you come out of service or you continue in service, uh, but on a more civilian basis. Um, it, this is something he's incredibly passionate about. And yeah, I can't wait to see him interact. The folks who were, on our group that were in Dusseldorf at the last games last year, they said they just saw the the veterans and the competitors and their families light up when they became a part of it and light up when they when they met with uh, with the prince. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen next week. And then of course we work for the next 364 days because we're 364 days to these games to make sure that what we're delivering is the best ever Invictus games and the first ever winter games. And just, you mentioned volunteering. Uh, our website will be uh, relaunched in the next week, but you can still go there now, InvictusGames2025.ca. Uh, find your way to signing up for uh, an interest in becoming a volunteer. You can find out about the sports. Uh, you can also give. This is this is a charity as well, and our commitment is to leave 
a minimum $5 million of legacy funds for a variety of purposes for adaptive sports for, for veterans, homelessness and other things. And I'm happy to report we're already past that goal of 5 million, but we would love to leave an even bigger legacy. So go, go find us on our website, InvictusGames2025.ca. We're with Scott Moore, the CEO of Invictus Games, Vancouver Whistler. Again, InvictusGames2025.ca, coming February 8th to 16th, 2025, in Vancouver and up at Whistler. I want you to talk a little bit, Scott, if you wouldn't mind, about how this is not about winning medals. Certainly medals are handed out uh, and often by Prince Harry himself, but this is about Invictus unconquered, right? Coming back from the edge. These athletes, how are athletes chosen? Let's start there, unconquered. Well, various different teams. There are 25 countries that will take part. Various different teams choose their athletes in different ways. But in Canada, the Canadian team, and this really hit me when I heard this uh, in the process of finding out more about the games. The Canadian team chooses their athletes not by whether or not they'll win gold not by whether or not they are uh, the best swimmers the best para skiers the best biathletes they're chosen by how much they will benefit from the experience on their journey and that alone tells you almost everything you need to know about the goals of Invictus and I, I, I want to tell a quick story if I could Jody uh, something that really really struck me, and, and Harry talked about this at the closing ceremonies in Dusseldorf, uh, a Canadian veteran named uh, James Gendron, uh, based out of Kingston, he he loves the bagpipes, as, by the way, do I and my family, but uh, he's a passionate bagpiper, but he had played almost 60 or more than 60 ramp ceremonies uh, from his friends, his colleagues coming back from Afghanistan and bringing them back in caskets. And he hadn't played the bagpipes since. The bagpipes were an association, something he loved. We're now in association with something negative. And when he got to the games in Dusseldorf, he wanted to use his pipes again as a celebration. And he, he, he used them uh, on a couple of occasions, including piping Harry into the into Canada House, and it it was part of his uh, his recovery. And now something Harry said this at the closing ceremonies: what once haunted him may now be part of what heals him. Which is, I, I just find that story gives me goosebumps. And their stories—that's just one of a million stories you'll find. There's a powerful quote. Been doing the rounds this week. The wound is the place where the light enters you. The very awareness you have of your wound, of your injury, of your illness, is an opportunity for post-traumatic growth. This is a blueprint of what the wider world needs today. The power of resilience, the power of healing, and the power of recovery. My ask of you to bottle the memory and the feeling of this past week. The sounds of Prince Harry speaking to the athletes as the Invictus Games wrapped up. After quite a bit of a wait, navigating COVID and, and putting the games on, a lot of challenges around this game. 
uh, these games, uh, but perseverance is at the root of Invictus, unconquered. Scott Moore is the newly appointed CEO of Invictus Games Vancouver Whistler, good friend, and proud to have him on the show today to talk about these very important games. And, and Scott, in fact, while in the commercial break, I'm getting emails from people saying, I want to volunteer. Can you have your guest please explain the volunteer registration, when it will open, and a little more about what we might expect in terms of attending uh, these games in one year's time. Well, I'm thrilled to say that we we haven't uh, opened the volunteer sign up yet. We've we've uh, allowed people to have an expression of interest to volunteer, and we've already had fifteen thousand people sign up. And one of the great things about this marketplace, uh, especially since the uh, 2010 winter olympic games were here there's such a great uh, community of volunteers who love to be a part of this so uh, you can go to our website and sign up uh, for an, an expression of interest in uh, in volunteering we'll have a more formal sign up in the next couple of weeks at, on our website vancouver invicted scheme or sorry invictus games 2025.ca um and We'll be able, you'll be able to buy tickets in the uh, coming months, probably by late spring. We've got a really interesting uh, menu of sports. They're a combination of some of the more traditional Invictus game sports and some winter sports. The winter sports include uh, Nordic skiing, biathlon, uh, paraskiing, alpine skiing, wheelchair curling and skeleton and i think we're getting uh, i think we're getting the prince on the skeleton run next week uh, the the team asked me if i wanted to go down it and i said well i'd give it a try but i i think uh, the the prince is a little bit more uh, athletic than i and i didn't leave becky all alone uh, so i'm not sure i'll be going <laughs> on the, the skeleton as well as the prince but uh it we, we've got a bunch of great sports and we were looking forward to filling the seats having sellouts in all our venues because i can't overemphasize that this this is a sports event but it's not about sports it's about the transformation transformate transformative excuse me transformative power of sport in someone's healing mm -hmm. process and part of that is making sure we've got full stands of of fans and supporters to help people on their journey. So really when we put out the, the call for tickets, uh, I know the lower mainland and the people across the country will, uh, will uh, heed the call and be in the stands. I only have a minute. I could talk to you about this for hours, honestly, but speak to the logo, little what this beautiful uh, Invictus logo that was just launched. Yeah, we launched our brand uh, identity about a week and a half ago. It was a wonderful story of our four founding First Nations in the Lower Mainland who came together, four local artists, to help put together our new brand look, which will be part of our new uh, website launch. You'll see it. You can see it at the uh, London Drugs Ready Granville and Robson. Uh, we're really proud of it. And, it. and it's part of telling stories. It's part of being a part of the First Nations and hosting something that will be truly different and something I think the folks in the Lower Mainland will be really proud of. I'm super excited for you and for all of us in Vancouver and Whistler to have Invictus Games coming in one year's time. Scott Moore, thanks for your time. I'm sure we'll talk again. 
Yeah, thanks, Jody. Great to be back here with you.